Here's what we're gonna do. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're gonna do an audio and video oh, let's, selfie. Well, let's sync this up. All right. So I'm rolling on this. You're rolling on that. So uh, this is a uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame selfie. Three, two, one. Untitled Beatles podcast. Give me that plenty of that guitar. Good morning, Cleveland. It is a uh, cold and rainy one. I'm gonna go uh, check on the car to see if it's still there. Good news, the car is still here. Ain't life grand? Short lifespan, but ain't life grand. Interesting walk around here. Canal Basin Park, just by the flats. And the uh, RTA stop here is called Settler's Landing. About to cross the tracks. Yeah, you're surrounded by these giant bridges, these behemoth bridges. And uh, there's water, there's rivers, there's this L train. There's a lot going on down here. I've been traveling on a boat and a plane and a car on a bike with a bus and a train. Well, I kind of can't believe this, but I'm only about a minute into the episode. I have to do my first producer note. Uh, at this point, Tony made it back to the Airbnb in Cleveland, and he and TJ proceed to record, I don't know, five and a half minutes of an improvised sketch about guitar icon Steve Vai. It's wild. It's compelling. I'm not sure it's actually usable for this podcast it's totally batshit <laughs> usable all usable five minutes of steve <laughs> we are pre-gaming for get back at the rock and roll hall of fame the only way two beetle fans know how to do it because ray charles was fine ray charles loved the beatles the beatles love ray charles but when i want to hear my ray charles I like Tony Sheridan and the Beat Brothers. This is not Shama the Guy now. It's taking my love away from it. Is, that was ripped off from this. Yeah, what I say. Here's Tony. After this piano break. <laughs> I'm doing this piano break. I'm so inspired by the Beatles as Ray Charles. They're going to be playing tons of Ray Charles at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> and now, Tony Sheridan. Hey, mama, don't you see me wrong? I come and love you, daddy, I'm not long. Right. German Ray Charles. Have you ever played this full album? The Beat Brothers album? It's like, the Beatles are on some, but people think it's the whole album's Tony Sheridan and the Beatles. It's no. Not. The Beatles are only on, like... That didn't sound like the Beatles to me. That is the Beat Brothers. Right. Who later called themselves the Hudson Brothers. Okay. Had a hit called Rendezvous and worked with Ringo. I have no idea. Really? That's true. But this is a great song that's never done a Beatles compilation except Anthology 1. And this song needs more love. The only Lennon Harrison composition, I believe. I prefer this to 12 Bar Blues. Definitely. Cry for a Shadow. I've always loved this song. It's a great tune. Yeah. It's got, not Adventures, it doesn't yeah. have Adventures, but it's got that feel. It's that early 60s guitar instrumental thing. Yeah. It's tw it's twangy. There's not a lot of reverb, so it's not surfy, but it's it's like, 
Yeah, it's like the Ventures, who were not a surf group. They were an instrumental combo. They were a chill wave. They're a chill wave. And you've got, this is great because it's a great place to go to get a Pete Best rando Pete Best Phil. I think it's coming up. It's always coming up. great too like it's a great Lennon vocal I've always liked this and they did this one at Get Back too. I was just gonna say which one do you prefer this one or the Get Back run through I guess it depends on the day I, I usually prefer this one because it's like it's got some energy to it the other one's a little more haggard but but on a day like today, I feel like, because it's gloomy, it's gloomy Tuesday out there. Good, good morning, gloomy Tuesday. Good morning, gloomy, gloomy Tuesday, Cleveland. Yeah, let's hear the let's hear the the anthology three version, I guess. And now, the board version. This is fun. It's fun. It's them. It's them being twenty-seven year olds or whatever. <laughs> Okay, we gotta get the fuck out of here. I was gonna say, if we walk at this pace. I like this part though. Yeah, I love the descending. The seventh chord. Uh huh. The Major, minor? Yeah. Minor. To the five. Do do do, and the slide there. Oh, I love George. Yeah. Not a big Paul or John fan. <laughs> no. No, and that's a weird beat up. Well, turn that off. Turn it off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh. Casey, don't put that in there. Okay. You're falling in love with Cleveland, eh? Yeah, I'm falling in love with Cleveland a little bit. It's, It's got kind of a Milwaukee feel. I mean, I love yeah. Pittsburgh. I love Milwaukee. Yeah, Fresh Coast, man. Yeah. The Fresh Coast is where it's at. Is that what it's called? Yeah, that's what I call it. Okay. I've seen it on t-shirts, I think. Now we're passing by the NASA Glenn Visitors Center. Like they've got the NASA logo over there and everything. That's NASA. Do you want to go to space, Tony? And if oh, so, with uh, you? No, that's a good question. Well, I I'll see, TJ, I think you and I could go to space and then play the Beatles in space and talk about the differences in sound because there is no sound in space or however that works. Is this the rock hall? I, I think so. Pretty sure. I think I see the word rock over there, but backwards. Oh God, I hope he's gonna sing, you're welcome. <laughs> well, let me, wait, let me say, you're welcome. Check out the plan. These fucking guys play some stones. <laughs> They're welcoming us. Oh, hello, hi guys. It's been said all along is the uh, exhibit. It's basically, uh, it's, it's black. 
black music. Jimmy, Isaac, Curtis, Aretha, Lauren Hill, Billy Holiday. Sam Cooke, Sly and the Family Stone. It's awesome. It's just to your right when you first walk in. It's well-timed and really well done. Isaac Hayes' saxophone right there. this exhibit don't knock the rock <laughs> protests against rock and roll and one of the first images right after a baptist preacher uh denouncing elvis is one of our favorite moments in beetle history yes it's uh it's a uh, it's a skinny young boy holding meet the beatles in front of a, a burning pyre of beatlemania ephemera in alabama Part of the John Burke Society, all of these kids grew up to be at the January 6th <laughs> protest. <laughs> Mother. All right, we've gone through some wonderful regional exhibits and this and that, and now we're uh, we're in the General Beatles. I'm staring right now at John Lennon's Mellotron, man. Pretty Let's cool. Get the fuck near that. Well, I'm gonna go look at the Stones for an hour. You, oh, you oh, enjoy okay. all the Beatles. Go, you go look yourself. Stones to the left, Beatles <laughs> way to the right. Okay, John Lennon's Mellotron, the Mark II. This is fucking cool, man. This He's is got what two Paul played for Strawberry Fields. Is this the one? Living is easy with eyes closed. This is the Strawberry yeah, Fields sure. one, man. Wow, man. And John played it on Flying. It's the lead instrument on Flying. <laughs> yeah, let's count Ringo. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. It's interesting, right? Uh, if you look at the Beatles exhibit, the photo and logo they use, it looks like an iTunes compilation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it kind of is a compilation in a way it is this is pretty cool it's the, the Asher piano. family piano Paul McCartney used to play on this yeah this is the one that they wrote all those songs uh -huh. I want to hold your hand and I love her we can work it out yep. that's cool man that's so great it's an Archibald Ramston do you think it's in Limited. tune? If we were to open the glass, yeah, I think it? you can just open it and figure it out. <laughs> you can tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. John Lennon's passport. Yeah, the one that your guy Elvis tried to get Nixon to <laughs> If I recall that, if you read the in the Lewison book, they mentioned how he had a hard time getting his passport. Yeah. Uh, it was like last-minute delays and things like that. I want to be here. I want to be able to be here and be in England and France or travel wherever I want. I don't expect to be hassled unless I'm going to Hungary or something or Czechoslovakia. Then I'd expect it. The dark jackets, the green jackets from the uh, 66 tour. I love those jackets. And that's John's jacket. Okay. Famous from uh, Budokan. Although in the bootleg of that, it's like a light gray. <laughs> yeah, I always <laughs> thought it video. was like dark. Yeah. All right, here in the cacophony of the Get Back exhibit, 
where you can hear both sides of Let It Be simultaneously, in case, you know, you got to be somewhere. Uh, fashion was a huge part of the Get Back thing, everyone. All the kids talking about the, the fabulous duds and threads of the Fab Four, and you get to see George Harrison's suit, that striped pink and, uh, you know, just a fun primary color adventure with buttons of pink. I've got a feeling, handwritten lyrics, it's cool to see him like a foot in front of my face. Acetates, Glenn Johns' diary with a lot of times written at the end, 2 a.m., 4 a.m., 8 a.m. That is awesome. This is George Harrison's painted Stratocaster. Go, cat, go. If I recall, he painted some of it with the nail polish, Patty's nail polish. So awesome. If somebody loved me like she do me, who she do me? Yes, she does. And there it is, John's electric guitar, the Epiphone. If I recall, this is the same one he was like using on Revolver and everything, and uh, the Budokan in '66, and then he just uh, had it. He had the finish taken off. We played this in Toronto. It's awesome. This guitar is just crippling beyond belief. I can't play it. Okay, there's an exhibit that has, you know, some of the outfits and guitars, and they have some of the albums. They have the American Help, and they have Meet the Beatles, and is it the British or American Revolver? It is the uh, British Revolver, good. You don't want to do the American Revolver. And you can tell because it's got the Parlophone yeah. logo above there. Yeah. That's how you know. Wait, okay. So this is the exhibit. Yeah. It's basically just different rooms with highlights from the film now available on Disney Plus and okay. a Blu-ray nobody bought except me. Oh, I bought it too. Oh, you did buy yeah. the Blu-ray. Yeah, I, I did buy it. I thought you were going to hold off. Well, no. No, you're right. I was, but then I couldn't stream it anymore. And okay. I wanted to watch it. Yeah, man, that's why I have it too. <laughs> um, yeah, there isn't much in terms of okay. stuff to see, but... Well, the guitars are impressive. The guitars are amazing. Yeah. No, you know what? I will say, I was surprised when it was done. I was like, oh, what's around the corner? More more stuff? And Did then you it was go like. To the book table? I didn't see a book table. Is there. Come on, Yoko is signing autographs right now. <laughs> so, buddy, there's a plaque honoring Sir George Martin, ah. and it lists his credits. What credit stands out to you the most? Um, um, oh, give my regards to Broad Street. Gentlemen, I'm sure you'd like to be the first to know. We got the tape. Uh, keep going. Was it the Jerry and the Pacemakers? How do you do what you do to me? Martin oh, also oversaw the soundtrack to the 1978 movie Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. <laughs> <laughs> he oversaw. Yeah. <laughs> All the man accomplished. And they, yes, George Martin. I can't wait for the Sandy Farina Strawberry Fields exhibit. 
But you know I know when it's a dream. <laughs> Alright, let's see if... Oh, it does say motherfucking replica. Yeah. Oh, no. Is the other one a replica, too? No. But it's in the collection of the hand. I All love right. this guitar. Now, I've never seen this up close. The, the, what became the Dark Horse logo, the Carl Perkins reference, a Go Cat Go. Go Cat Go, Bebopalula. Okay. Okay. So, that earlier comment, I did not see the word replica in there, but it says collection of the Harrison family. So, what's that about? You really didn't never heard that George had 10 replicas of every guitar made? <laughs> and he called it his replica room? <laughs> yeah, this is actually a ukulele. Right. <laughs> from his trunk. I repeat, don't you think she's kind of sweet, me? Now that's it very confidentially. Ain't she sweet? Ain't she sweet? Ain't she sweet? It's great hearing and seeing the music so loud and in large screen. Yeah, that's, the bass. The bass in that one room is is heavy. Like you can, yeah, you feel it in your your bones. I didn't go into this room. This is just another part of the film. This is this is oh, where they introduced Billy Preston. Oh, okay. There's a whole they play that whole scene here. Okay, that's and cool. it's where John ends by saying, "All right, you're in the group." Oh, cool. cool. Every number's got a piano part or a. And normally we overdo it, you know. But this time we want to do it live. Yeah. I mean, just live to ourselves. Yeah. Straight off, one number after the other. And that means having somebody in on on scene. So if you'd like to do that, you're welcome. Sure. Beautiful. <laughs> well, TJ, here we are at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's lunchtime. I got a ch Philly cheesesteak. What'd you get? I had a chicken bacon wrap. I'm going to put hot sauce on. <laughs> How about that? Are you a ranch guy? You like put ranch on everything or what? I'm not a ranch guy. I'm a Thousand Island dressing guy. That's what it is. Yeah, That's I'm what a Thousand it. guy, but hot sauce, a little healthier than Thousand Island. I, I put hot sauce on everything. <laughs> I like my hot sauce. Time to head into the Midwest room. Okay, Connor Oberst. Bright eyes. When the president talks to God, are the conversations brief or long? Does he ask to rape our women's rights and send poor farm kids off to die? Does God suggest an oil hike when the president talks to God? We got the replacements. Jayhawks. Whose boombox is that? Timbuk3's state player is here. <laughs> Timbuk3. <laughs> the future's so bright, I gotta wear shades. One hit wonder, Timbuk3. Midwest heroes. Bunch of Uncle Tupelo and Wilco. It's wonderful to see Wilco represent. Jay Bennett's Wilco guitar. No strings on it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Liz Fair's tape recorders, her four track is here. That's a four track, man. Liz Fair's four track is here. <laughs> Stepped into like there's this whole area where you can just like play instruments. 
you can play guitar, you can play the piano, the drums. They got a Misfits Necros <laughs> show poster. Wow, man, they got a nice drum room in here. Oh, that's fun. You can just have like band practice. <laughs> TJ is finally taking a lesson. <laughs> the video game version. Now it's your turn to play, and here to help you out is your backing band, like the Rock Hall Garage Band. Let's speed up, don't stop believing a bit to Johnny's no, no, no. tempo. The drummer will count us off, and then Three, you can four. come in with the piano the on the recording. Why, why would I give you my keyboard player to the count off? Three, <laughs> two. Oh, I'm in the way here. Three, four. <laughs> I got this. Great, bravo, TJ, bravo. That was TJ Shanov live from the. Congratulations, TJ. You just rocked on the keyboard. What do you got to say? Where are you? How do you feel right now? I'm that asshole. That's how I feel. I feel terrible. <laughs> TJ's in the drum room. I, I, what's the come dancing? The Kinks? Yeah. That's Journey. Just a small town girl Living in a lonely world Took the midnight train going anywhere Just a city kid Still living on deep perfume Took another train and went on and on And at this point, as you might imagine, Tony and TJ went on and on and on and on they continued to improvise Don't Stop Believing" for maybe another minute and a half. I think they did nearly the entire song. I'll spare everybody the gruesome details. Maybe we'll drop that as a bonus episode someday. Anyway, let's pick it back up in the next section of the museum. Okay, TJ and I are on the third floor, and we are going to vote in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We have to scan our wristbands. Okay, they want me to... Induct a band. So, so I said Pavement, I guess. That was the first band that came to mind. There, I submitted Pavement. I'm officially an indie rock moron. Sunday drive Your own heart of fame is closed on weekdays, shut for good. Well, and then you can watch the, the vote count. In, uh, Pixies have 186 votes. Yeah, 
band called Skillet has 156 votes. All right, topping the list is Motley Crue, followed by Weezer, Iron Maiden, Snoop Dogg, Blink-182, Cher, Dave Matthews, Sticks, Weird Al, number nine, Rage Against the Machine, number 10. I don't think Pavement made the top 100. I see Fish. I see Ozzy. I see Soundgarden, Pumpkins, Smiths, Alanis, Slipknot. Pavement, not there yet. You gotta, you gotta get bigger than new kids and Toto and Brain Adams. Well, we did it. We did it. We, we came to the Holy Grail. After rumbling, bumbling, and stumbling, we found it. Steve Vai's electric guitar. 1987 he called it bones it has a lot of tracker stickers all over it and bones stickers 100 percent natural he named it after the longtime lincolnwood ribs restaurant in the 80s was <laughs> that very chicago <laughs> deep cut steakhouse steve Vai. he's got gum and all sorts of crazy shit up there he's like a Relief pitcher putting Vaseline on us. That's how he. That's how he does those licks. He uses Vaseline. <laughs> He's got a little of Vaseline under his head. This is Brittany Howard's uh, crazy old Ibanez guitar. Looks like when Ibanez was sold out of the Sears catalog, one of those kind of K style guitars. It's pretty cool. Fourth floor was a bust. Fifth floor was pretty cool. Kurt Cobain smashed guitars. Heading up to the sixth floor, I believe. Warning, graphic content. I wonder what this is about. Yeah. So the graphic content is uh, Eddie Van Halen's guitar, which, yeah, you know, it's kind of a, let's be honest, it's a shitty paint job. I can, I can see why that's graphic content. Whoa, whoa, we're in the grunge section. TJ, what is that, man? Uh, is that a uh, Rockin' Jack jersey? Yeah, I think that's the one Jerry Cantrell wore. Oh, wait, wait a second. Yeah, wait. Oh, wait, that's, is it the 90? No, that's the 92. I'm going to guess it's the 92 from the Rockin' Jack and MTV. Yeah, that's what it totally is. I remember that, Rockin' Jack. Welcome to MTV's fourth annual Rockin' Jack Softball Challenge. Presented by Pepsi. We're in the gift shop, walking through, and what do we see, Tony? A, a book by a noted literary children's uh, renown. Yeah, uh, children's author Yoko Ono on the Little People uh, book label. <laughs> <laughs> Better Big known dream. as the Zapple of Books. The Zapple of Books. That's wonderful. All right. It's called Little People Big Dreams, and it's an, it's an audiobook, and you open it and someone screams at you <laughs> in a bag. <laughs> Until you fall asleep. <laughs> night, night. Sakura, Sakura. Well, we did it. We saw, you know, 
Sell the Beatles exhibit, the Get Back exhibit. And now we gotta go to the gift shop and give them all of our money. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. First thing I see is Let It Be record player. <laughs> That's cool. You like that? It's not $200 cool. No, it's, it's cool. not. Definitely not $200 cool. Let it be uh, post-it notes or whatever. Notebook, note notes, those three and a third series books. Keychains. Beetle socks. I don't need to collect all the socks. No. Never to be. The John Lennon collection t-shirts. I had a John Lennon tie in high yeah. school and college, but I still wore it in my early Seven City days. It's like very paisley, very... It's exciting. a summertime shirt. That one I don't mind. That one I don't mind. Yeah. I gotta ask how much they're going for. $110 shirts, John Lennon collection. I might have bought one for 60 I'm just saying. Yeah, three figures on a shirt, man. I don't think it's funny when you ask for money Considering this Carly Simon Rock and Roll Hall of Fame scarf. $40. You know, the prices are what they are. PJ shopping. Looking at very small shirts. I'm looking, I want to show my midriff. <laughs> I don't want a midriff is, but I think that the part of my belly that's bulging from about two, three years of not working out, this shirt would look great in. It's the midriff, yeah. yeah. So midriff. it's <laughs> Fred McDriff. Oh, I love Fred McDriff. One of the a Hall of Fame is a. The crime ray. dog. The crime dog. <laughs> Cubs spent a whole summer waiting for him to arrive, and it didn't help. Yeah, I might get this for my son. But I think he, he and I could wear it in different days. We're built similarly. <laughs> built similarly. It's a blue rock and roll Hall of Fame t-shirt. Yeah, man. Only 20 bucks. Adult That's shirts are you know. $110. Yeah. Ooh. And now, what you can't see is we're about to dance and talk about Chicago in the 70s. True rock and roll. You are my love and my life. Terrence all like, you are my inspiration. <laughs> it's like just you and me. But then he's all, check this out. Simple. He goes, free. All right, I'm at the uh, record bin at the gift shop. You can get the cramps. A date with Elvis, $24.99 on vinyl, shrink-wrapped. They have Tim Heidecker's record here on sale. Bad Boy for $40, you found it on this premium vinyl pressing, HQ 180. Yeah, it's high quality 180. This is High quality, boy. I don't want that. I, I prefer low quality 180. <laughs> Is it the gatefold? It looks like it. Yeah, yeah, it's a gatefold. It's a great copy of this record. I bought it, and it's up and out of the uh, plastic. <laughs> this isn't bad. $37 for a Bengals album on uh, 180 gram vinyl that could be found for $3 at your local bargain bin. And I like the Bengals. Manic Monday, written by Prince, Walk Lincoln, this is a big album. Yeah, yeah. $36.99? Come on, man. Yeah. I'm not sure this is the place. I don't know if this counts as a record store, TJ. 
<laughs> Super Chunk. We're playing LL Cool J. I think it's LL Cool J in the background. I think so. Honey, love. <laughs> Apparently there's a book out uh, about Jason Molina from Songs Ohio and Magnolia Electric Company. That was a band I, I toured with that band, opening up for them in uh, 2010, 2010, 2009 actually, 2009, anyway. Uh, R.I.P. Jason Molina, he gone. So we're in the Beatles section of the vinyl at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. It's interesting to see what they have and what's in stock. We're not going to go over every single one. Please please me, Sgt. Pepper, a lot of Revolver. They're going to have to make room for the new Revolver in a week. They but certainly will. Question for you. If you're like a casual Beatles fan or you're like 17 and you buy the anniversary edition, the remix of Sgt. Pepper, or you buy like the remix of Let It Be or the remix of Abbey Road here, do you care? Like... There are going to be a lot of Beatle fans learning the albums from the 50th anniversary remixes. Yeah. Does that change anything as a Beatle fan? I mean, it probably, yeah, it probably changes it. Like, we're used to the British uh, 87 mixes or whatever, for the most part. Right, forever. For the most part. Those are the ones that are ground into my brain. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, actually, the first time I heard I'm Only Sleeping was the Yesterday and Today version. Right. Which is different. And, I, you know, I forgot that that's the first version I heard. So it's a it's another version of that. Yeah, it's just an updated version of what we went through, I guess. You're gonna have eighty seven stereo went through eighty seven stereo, oh nine stereo, oh nine mono, and whatever remix they have. That's a lot of different yeah. ways to hear Yeah, and then you got off things like Yellow Submarine or the, right, the, soundtrack, or the, the one mixes. With the one mixes? The twenty fifteen mixes for some things, you know. Well and George Martin's eighty seven remixes of Rubber Soul and Help have been the standard ones, yeah. but on the mono versions you get the original sixty five mixes of both records. Right. <laughs> let's let's get out of here, man. <laughs> Thus ended Tony and TJ's pilgrimage to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. After that, they headed back to their new favorite Cleveland watering hole, Agave and Rye, got some dinner and drinks, and then headed back to their Airbnb, where we now catch up with their shenanigans already in progress. <laughs> We're having fun listening to Beatles covers. All right. <laughs> this is, uh, yeah, this is Rainbow Folly with Bungalow Bill. Barbera version. <laughs> hey, Boo Boo! I have had it, Boo Boo. I'm gonna bust out of here. How come, Yogi? Every day it's the same old thing. 
Look at the bears, look at the bears, look at the bears. Sheesh. Hey, Pop! Look at the bears, look at the bears, look at the bears! Okay. No, what is this? Yeah, you're gonna have to guess. You're gonna have to guess. <laughs> what? We can play 20 questions. First of all, we can't recognize the song yet. Fixing a hole, sure. Who is this? Who do you think that, take guesses? Lola Falana. <laughs> oh, no, it might be, is it like, it's not Billie Holiday. <laughs> Who is it? I think you have to keep guessing. It's not Billie Holiday. Um, Debbie Allen. Wrong gender. Blossom Deary. <laughs> oh, Richard Simmons. Oh, no. I mean, you're getting cold. You're getting Joe, warmer. Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci! <laughs> you got it right! It's Joe Pesci! How did you get Joe Pesci? Did you know he did this? I swear to God, I had no idea. Doesn't matter if I'm wrong, I'm right. Where I belong, I'm right. How am I a fuck? Am I a clown to you? <laughs> how am I funny to you? I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? Well, here's how you're funny. You're doing fixing a hole in this. <laughs> See the in the standard. <laughs> I Where's the one, Joe? Where's the one? <laughs> Italian Michael Jackson. I'm taking the time. Wrong gender. How do you know what pronouns Pesci uses? You're right. I don't know. Pesci's pronouns. That's your kid show. Yeah. Nick Jr. Joe Pesh X. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I didn't know Joe Pesci covered Fixing a Hole. <laughs> I would not have been that. Dude, have you heard Ray Liotta's benefit of Mr. Kite? <laughs> I'm fixing a hole where the rain gets in and stops my mind from kind of can't get over that Joe Pesci cover. What the hell? Ever since I first heard this audio and heard that song, I've played that track for pretty much everybody I've seen or spoken to just to see the look on their face when they realize it's Joe Pesci. Highly recommend you play that same guessing game with all of your friends. Anyway, this wraps up day two of our Rock and Roll Hall of Fame trip. 
And then on day three before leaving town, Tony and TJ popped out their microphones they set up in their Airbnb so they could digest a little bit of their rock hall experience. Let's take a listen. <laughs> oh, we don't need to slate, but let's slate just out of, um, yeah. This is uh, Beatles, Untitled Beatles in Cleveland, United States, Ohio. Three, two, one. That was the first time we were like mostly in sync. What if we didn't get it in sync? We're sitting next to each other for the first time. Not really, because we did the Get Back episode from a bar. Yeah. When during we the Chiefs see. Bills. Something like that. I forget. Yeah. I forget. Well, welcome to the Untitled Beatles podcast. Of course, my name's Tony, as you all know. And I'm TJ, as many know. And where are we, Tony? Cleveland, man. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you again. Say in Cleveland. Hey, where are we, Tony? In Cleveland. Detroit! Ooh, harder rock and roll. <laughs> they say the heart of rock and roll is in Cleveland. They say the heart of rock and roll is in Cleveland. And from what I see, I believe them. That was the original lyric. Huey Lewis trivia, man. Well, TJ, as you know, we went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, Ohio, on the lake. It was a lovely day. First of all, before we even get going, we're recording from an Airbnb. You found this Airbnb. It's a wonderful Airbnb. What do you think? I'm going to give it five fabs or whatever, fabs. The, whatever the Airbnb equivalent of five fabs is. It's great. We're right in downtown Cleveland. We can walk to the flats where we almost got killed. <laughs> and we can walk to the... Uh, th- Cleveland is lovely. I am pro-Cleveland. Yeah. Me too. And right now, we're just talking about the Beatles with all of you. You may notice the fidelity yeah. is better than it's ever been. <laughs> yeah. We, we all brought our, our microphones. Anyway, we should have brought a mixer. We don't yeah. have a mixer. Could bring a mixer. So recording. This is direct to computer. This is the closest to a full analog digital recording. This is AAD. What is AAD? AAD is a code where we have an analog recording analog mixing, and then clearly you have to do a digital master for CDs. And if you have AAD, <laughs> there's there's uh, medications for that, which yeah. Adderall. Opioids! Well, no, that's it. I don't know what it is. I thought that was an upper, isn't it? I don't know. You're thinking of Uptown Girl. I am. I am. Because I was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame where I saw Billy Joel's jacket, among other things. Yeah, the lyrics to Big Shot, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw the Big Shot notebook and a couple other Billy Joel notebooks. You had to be a Big Shot notebook. One expensive one by me. <laughs> well, shall we get into it? Yeah, we went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Tony, and... I had seen the Beatles Get Back exhibit yeah. in June, yeah, and I felt guilty. I was with my uh, best friend from college, Pete. I felt not guilty because this is my first time there. Not guilty. <laughs> I'm sorry for your aching head, but like you heard me <laughs> said, yeah, man. And uh, it was just as great both times. I mean, we did. We were there all day. We got there at ten ten. Oh, there you go. Make a wish. W-I-N-S. <laughs> they also think it's a New York radio station. Oh, yeah. All news, all the time. This is 1010 Wins. You give us 22 minutes. We'll give you the world. Uh, yeah, we got there bright and early, and we kind of, we made a casual beeline 
for the Get Back exhibit, which is the thing that's going on there. Yeah. For a limited time only. Well, you'd already seen it, but what was it like for you second time around? You know, as you and I saw the IMAX of the rooftop concert in its entirety in, what, January, I think? Mm Mm-hmm. This was primarily, to call it an exhibit might be misleading. It's basically they show clips from the different stages, the three different parts of the Get Back film. And, of course, the biggest room, the biggest sound, the biggest screen is reserved for uh, a few songs of the Rooftop concert. Yeah. So it's a comparatively minor exhibit in terms of memorabilia. I mean, yeah. They have the acetate that Glenn Johns prepared for the Get Back album. There is some stuff, right? But to hear that music and see the film up close on big screens makes it worth every penny. Because you're getting to hear and see it again in a way you just can't do it in your home stereo. That's true. I mean, unless you're one of those boomers with the, you know... No one allowed in here but me with your cool hippie nickname and your giant $3 million speakers. Right. So, yeah, if you don't have that luxury. I'm not letting my stepson in this room. I didn't help make him. Yeah. He's not allowed in here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, your audiophile, your weird audiophile uncle. No, but uh, you're right. You're right. You know, I think I was expecting a little more uh, volume, I guess. Not like sound, you mean volume of material. Yes, yes. Yeah. I was thinking, I was thought there would be more things. So I wouldn't say I was disappointed, but when I rounded the corner out of the rooftop room, I was kind of like, okay, what's next, like in the Beatles thing? And it was like, like here's, uh, you know, here's Prince's uh, toilet paper or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess that was it. Oh, it's over. Yeah. It's <laughs> so it. like, I had to be like, oh, I wish I'd paid more. Obviously, I can do it again. So which we, we did, we which did we it did. Twice. We did it twice. Yeah, yeah. So I was able to then kind of focus in. They had some cool things, though. They did have some. So they have uh, the Epiphone Casino, John's guitar. Yeah, that was amazing. That to me is cool. I'm, I'm a gearhead. I like I like going there and seeing the gear. I think that's the thing I'm I'm most interested. In. I like the gear. Maybe some of the outfits, and then you know lyric sheets, things like that are pretty cool too. But I think I'm. I really like seeing the instruments that were used to make these things that we all know. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm with you. I like branded expensive merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> I bought nothing today. I bought some things for my kid. Yeah, you bought something for your child, but yeah. that's. But yeah, you held back. You held back today. As did I. I didn't get anything at the wreck. I thought I thought I would get something at the gift shop. There was like a Beatles shirt. I yeah, I don't wear a lot of Beatles shirts, but there was one with the 1964 Beatles logo. Their tour. Almost like the American Beatles logo or something like that. And it looked cool. I would have worn that. But they, yeah, they only had like double X and two XL and all that. So. Well, but you're a double X guy. I can be. Pretty honey t-shirt. Yeah, so I, th- I thought it was cool. Like, I like seeing, yeah, like I said, I like seeing John's guitar. I like seeing the lyrics. To I got a feeling. Yeah. George's I Me Mine lyrics are pretty cool to see. Yeah. Spoiler alert. This is, this is, we're, we're probably going to tell you every single thing in the. It's, it's also been thing. open for a year. Yeah, you're right. It's been there a whole year. It is funny though, like, so the Dig a Pony lyrics, but it's like an excerpt. It just says, like, it's like mostly a blank piece of paper that's yeah. just like, dig a, dig, dig. Yeah, with like some hash marks. Yeah. 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 So, like to me, there—that's a little bit scraping the scraping the bottom, a little bit. Yeah. Well, that's. 
how much else was there to show? Right? Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. When you first walk in, they have what? Uh, the German movie poster. I think one. Ah, yes, that's right. There, there might be a Dutch one there. Yeah, some movie posters, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would have been nice if you want to find Minutia. The album was released in the UK as like a box set with like a big booklet. Oh, yeah, right. Would have been nice to have seen that or had some of that even framed on display. There was certainly yeah. more they could have done, but I still go to Five Fabs because it was exhilarating and thrilling hearing the songs. You were, yeah, it, it was like Beetlefest walking from room to room. Yeah. But everything's so loud and so dominant. Yeah. No, for sure. The sound, yeah, especially in the rooftop room, that was great. Like, I sat there and watched the whole thing a couple times. Just, they, I think they give you three songs from the roof. And that was cool. And I think you get two songs in Apple Studios and you get one song. Yeah, you get one. You get Let It Be in yeah. Twickenham. But I, I remember I, got, I was freaked out because I was like, oh, there's George's Stratocaster's Psychedelic Strat that he hand-painted with Carl Perkins written on it. Yeah, yeah, Go Cat Go. Go Cat Go, yeah. And Bebopalula and all that. And I was like, I, I totally bought it as the real one. But then you're like, I think that's a replica. Well, it's a replica, <laughs> but from the Harrison estate, which yeah. made me wonder, did George have replicas made of all of his guitars? Right. Or did, is it something Danny did? Because he's like, oh, I want to do, I don't know, that guitar. Well, one of his, I think his best songs is this replica guitar can keep from <laughs> replicatedly crying. <laughs> yeah. Crocodile tears. Right. right? This replica guitar. And while my replicated guitar <laughs> gently weeps. <laughs> great ones from George. My favorite thing seeing again, because when you're just seeing chunks, little bits and pieces of the films, things almost stand out more. And one of the rooms had meeting Billy Preston. Oh, yeah, right. Not meeting. Being, uh, Billy Preston kind of greeting the room, yeah. being introduced to George Introducing Martin. Introducing Billy Preston in this film. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that uh, the close-up shot of Paul looking so happy after Billy Preston organ, like Paul looks over to him, and maybe it's yeah. an editing trick or maybe it's real. Yeah, right. But Paul looking over really it happy happened. when it happened. Yeah. Because Billy Preston, the joy he adds to that room. I, we also saw him walking around the... Um, the Hall of Fame, Tony, they were playing um, Billy Preston singing Welcome Around in Circles, which was really cool. Yeah, that is cool. Post-Apple classic Billy. I've got a song, I ain't got no melody. I'm gonna sing it to my friends. I've got a song, I ain't got no melody. I'm gonna sing it to my friends. When I go round in circles. Yeah, I noticed like a lot of people fixated on all the clothes the Beatles were wearing during Get Back and all that, the Peter Jackson thing. So you get to see like one of the shirts Paul wore. It's a cool shirt, it's like a midnight blue kind of thing with a bunch of like hearts. I forget what was on it, but it looked cool. Midnight blue, a treacly Melissa Manchester hit. <laughs> Whatever. Midnight blues 
She was a little treacly. Yeah. Medical problem. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Maybe eat more just solid foods. <laughs> stop, the, stop the treacle matter. Yeah, but I mean, Ashford treacling. Simpson ate foods that were solid as a rock, and look what happened to them. Solid. Solid as a rock. They were there today. <laughs> they were there. We saw some Ashford and Simpson outfits today. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you get to see George's, like, one of his suits he wore. Like, that purple number with, like, rainbow pinstripes. It was a cool outfit. It's one a of great his, shirt. Yeah. yeah. So you get to see things like that. I actually quite like some of the things also, like, in the actual Beatles portion of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The permanent Beatles exhibit. Yeah, yeah, which is just outside the Get Back thing. Yeah. Like the Mellotron. We saw today, we saw John's Strawberry Fields Mellotron. Yeah, which Paul played for Strawberry Fields. Yeah. And John played for Flying. For Flying, man. Yeah, that was cool to see. You know, I have my feelings and thoughts about like, well, what is, you know, with turning something like rock and roll that's supposed to be this like wild and untamed, yeah. you know, and then it's like we visited, it's like corporate headquarters, <laughs> you yeah. know, like there's, there is like a disconnect there. That said, it's We also, were at the Globo Cam of rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, this little motherfucker's tasty. Told your fucking ass. Ding Dong Burgers, a Globo Cam company. Take it from me. you what about the swearing but like it's art and it's an art museum and it's a museum of the for me a lot of the art that was created and then the tools that were used to make the art which is kind of cool uh, tony i could not agree more and from the minute you walk in you're inundated with images of the beatles let it be covered they don't even use the get back movie art Okay. That is from the hardcover book and the movie poster. Yes, right. Of, um, because the movie art's all from, I'm twicking them. Right, right. And they use the Let It Be cover on all the posts in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, on the signage. Okay. And that was really neat, too, <laughs> to kind of be greeted by that. So from the minute you walk in, you're inundated with, with the Let It Be album. That's cool. I didn't, that's, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. You have an eye for things like that. You've got that jeweler's lope, man, that notices things like the word replica replica next to the yeah psychedelic stratocast well but i've also that. been told to have a jeweler's growth <laughs> And Tony, all over the exhibit there are little kind of there's placards or signs describing who Michael Lindsay Hogg is who Peter Jackson is. Yes. Uh, Jeff Emmerich. Oh, uh, Jeff had one? I missed not that. Not just... Uh, fuck me, not Jeff. Glenn Johns. <laughs> Glenn Johns. Yes. And the one for George Martin. Oh, yes. The sign. That. It took you a minute to see what was on that sign. I'd read it twice because I couldn't believe they mentioned this, of all the things. <laughs> yeah, do you think George Martin wanted the Sgt. Pepper movie credit on there? You, you veto that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he, he had the Broadway orchestra playing Golden Slumbers for <laughs> the Bee Gees. Yeah, that's one where it's like, well, did the execs at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, do they know that Sgt. Pepper the movie sucked? Was, the score was uh, well, the, rough. That the whole Beatles organization didn't want to deal with them and certainly doesn't want to deal with now. The Beatles have nothing yeah. to do with that movie. <laughs> It's so funny. Yeah, that's funny. I love that. They should have written and, and gently remixed much of the original rock and roll music double album. <laughs> <laughs> 
which uh, which we've seen. We've seen that a lot. We've held it. Although yeah. these, the individual albums don't use the George Martin remixes. So when you see the ones of their four faces, those are the original mixes. The double album with the weird 70s, 1950s the 50s, stuff. The Marilyn Monroe, Coca-Cola. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. You say five fabs. I'll, I'm gonna say three. If we're doing five, I'm Wait, gonna say three. Exhibit her entire experience. I'm giving five fabs for the whole experience. That was a good. Yes, the whole thing. This whole thing's five. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, I'm giving the exhibit a fab and a half. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I would say. I would say if we're doing five scale of five, I would say three, three, because I did enjoy it. I did not enjoy it. So, okay. Yeah. You gave it like a very good. Yeah. That's what I think it was. I think it was very good. I wasn't blown away. There were many, there were highlights for sure, which I've already, I've already told you all of them. <laughs> what would have taken you to excellent? Uh, that guy, oh, right. the, the, the PA Kevin's pants, <laughs> yeah. redheaded Kevin's pants. Kevin's wig, Kevin's red haired right. wig. Because <laughs> clearly no one has hair that red. Pull off his hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a wig. I know. I don't know if I can explain what could have excited me more than that. Because that experience is a slow burn. It's eight and a half hours or whatever yeah. it is. Like, especially two. Two is a lot of sitting around and waiting. Two is a, a lot of the a lot of the feeling of recording it's a yeah. it's a yeah so right and well, one's unhappy for a lot of the time toward the end yeah right right because that's right leading up to george walking out and all that yeah. what 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 <laughs> spoilers spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> yeah all right yeah i don't know I, I i don't know if i can put into words what would have knocked my socks off maybe it was the idea that the replica guitar in there like took it down for me i'm like oh Oh, so wait, what is it? what's real in here? Then I had to go through everything. Like I have to check everything for the rest of the day. Is this real or is this, you know, somebody made it? Well, know? I tell you what, why don't we come back for the Gon Trapo exhibit? And we'll see it <laughs> at actual George Fish that he caught while he was going Trapo. <laughs> Eating the fruit bats. You mentioned right out in front of the Let It Be exhibit, the Get Back exhibit, is the long-standing, I think, permanent Beatles exhibit. Yeah. And I play a game when I'm at the Rock Hall that you and I kind of played a little bit too, is, is this artist getting their just due? And I think when all was said and done, even without the Get Back exhibit, the Beatles are the best represented band in terms of real estate in the whole Rock Hall of Fame. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I suppose. I'm trying to think overall. Second place, I think, is John Cougar Mellencamp. A lot of fucking... <laughs> the Coug is everywhere. I need a lover that won't drive me crazy. <laughs> I need a lover that won't drive me crazy. Some girl that knows the meaning of a... Hey, it's a highway. Yeah, I mean, and let's get this out of the way. The Stones were right across from the Beatles. Yeah. And the, the Stones, Stones are, exhibit. They have a l large Stones exhibit as well. And yeah. The Beatles exhibit. Here's how I measure the Beatles exhibit. And this geeks me out so much because my love for all the albums... 
The Beatles are the only artist that has every album they released highlighted and on display. And they show, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the mini documentaries that came with the 09 remasters yeah, for yeah. each album. So the negative is the singles don't get any love in the Beatles exhibit. No. Because there's no past <laughs> masters or mono masters there. Yeah. But all the, the core albums from Please Please Me through Let It Be are all there. It's cool. They all illuminate when they're talking about them. No other artist or band has every album they cut on display. That was neat. Yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah, I think I would have liked to have seen more Who stuff just because I'm a Who fan. I didn't see too much Who stuff. Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah, I forget even what was there of the Who. Not much of anything. One of the things I've seen a couple times, I think it's been there since the museum was initially opened. My first time was in the winter of 2000, so late 2000. I saw a John Lennon exhibit back then. I found some old pictures of me at that John oh, Lennon exhibit, cool. which is fun. I was here with Second City in a tour, and we were staying nearby, so I went. And the wall exhibit from the, yeah, the, uh, the Roger Waters tour in the mid-'90s. Oh, is that what that's from? Yeah. That's okay. pretty special. That was cool. Yeah. I, gotta, I, had to use the, uh, I had to use the big lens to get it on my camera. What about you? What are some of the other cool things you you saw today? I liked seeing things. I like I liked a lot of the gear. I liked seeing John Paul Jones's eight string bass. Yeah, that was that cool. That thing was cool. That thing was wild. It looked like it was like kind of a custom job too. Uh, Kurt Cobain. He had two guitars there, and one of them was the one of them that he smashed during a concert with a drill because he was uh, who was he trying to impress? Van Halen, I think, was in the crowd. Really. Eddie. Yeah, and so he was trying to impress Eddie Van Halen by, like, he inserted a drill into the pickup of this Stratocaster, and then so he's holding the drill, and the Strat is, like, spinning around, and the, that guitar gets smashed, and you see it on display there. That's cool. Dusty Springfield's packing list, I really liked seeing. It's like a piece of paper that said, like, you know, sweaters, blazers, scarves of various colors, you know, like Clinique, and, like, it was it was kind of a... Yeah, it looked like a messy grocery list. That was cool. That's cool. Kim Deal's bass, Run DMC's glasses, Liz Fair's four-track recorder. Yeah. But my favorite exhibit, TJ, was Timbuk 3's boombox. Yeah, they had Timbuk 3 of, <laughs> uh, what was it? When it when, what was the song? Future's so bright. I gotta wear shades. Right? Yeah. So One Hit Wonders, Timbuk 3, their boombox is on display. I loved that. That is peak Gen X irony. Yeah, but it's there to be ironic. And you mentioned Nirvana, not as much Nirvana as I would have expected. No, the little grunge window they have, it's like it's mostly show posters. It's like this hideous Mother Love Bone guitar, one of Chris Cordell's guitars, and then a shit ton of show posters. Oh, and that rock and jack. Yeah, and a rock and yeah, that's uh, Jared Kentrell's <laughs> rock and jock MTV <laughs> uniform. Ninety-two best year for that. Uh, yeah, he Bulls won a title and rock and jock was never better. I didn't correct it earlier, but it was actually nineteen ninety-four Jar of Flies era Allison Chains. Yeah, I mean, for me walking around, and again, I saw most of this earlier in the summer, but like, it, it's cool to see like the artists who get their own mini exhibits, Billy Joel, Elton John, yeah, yeah. Prince, uh, Green Day. Although it's interesting, as much as I like, I, I probably, just being honest, musically at this point in my life, prefer Green Day to Nirvana in terms of listening mm, to. Okay. But I absolutely gotcha. would understand the importance of Nirvana getting their own display over Green Day. 
Yeah. I'm just talking yeah. about what I would rather listen to at this point. Oh, I understand. Just a yeah. big fan of Dookie. What, what, <laughs> what can I tell you? The musical. Nirvana didn't have no musical. <laughs> no, they didn't do the Nirvana <laughs> musical. <laughs> In utero on Broadway. Yeah. I wish I could eat your Uh, seeing some Wilco Chicago, I thought Chicago oh, yeah. could have been better represented. Yeah. They had three Wilco things. Glenn Kotchke's, a drum is from Ghost is Born, a Jeff Tweedy guitar, some Uncle Tupelo stuff. Blues was represented. I thought it was great that the first exhibit you see when you get in is a social justice exhibit from yeah. the perspective of black artists who yeah. fought for social justice. through Stevie Wonders, you haven't done nothing about Nixon. Gil Scott Heron's... Um, Revolution will not be televised. televised, Um, That was really inspiring to walk in and see all that. It's a great way to spend a day because you're just immersed in music. Now, what comprises the Hall of Fame is its own conversation. Because again, like is is Depeche Mode a Hall of Fame band? Like, yeah, yeah. ask your ask your goth cousin and yeah. (laughs) Hashtag goth cousin. (laughs) Excuse me. Yeah. Do you have the uh, new Depeche Mode record? Yeah, it's over there, but it sucks. What do you do as time goes on? And I and rock, there's a lot of people who aren't, quote unquote, rock and roll, who have been inducted. Yeah. And I respect that, opening things up more. But, you know, it's like... it's okay. I think it's okay, too. Because I don't want to be the old guy saying, like, oh, this person, how, how do you put Drake in the... Yeah, I mean, that's not rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What did you think? Was anybody left out? Were you... I was surprised I had to see more Bob Dylan. Yeah. I was surprised I had to see more police. Right. Yeah. Those. I agree. Yeah. I already mentioned the Who. I would have liked to see more yeah. Who stuff. Yeah. Because when I went there, what, 20 years ago, they had Roger Daltrey's Rock and Roll Circus uh, fringe jacket. I thought that was cool. Cool. I think they even had Keith Moon's drums at, from that same thing, too. The the Chrome premiere, you know, nine-piece kit, whatever. But uh, I don't know if that's a memory or something else. Right. There was a thing where you could vote for someone to be inducted into. Um, I think we both did that. Right? We both voted yeah. for the obvious bands we'd want to see inducted, <laughs> both from a similar era. Yeah, I voted for Pavement. I just saw them live, and they brought back a lot of well, wonderful memories, and I thought they played better than they played in the 90s. That's amazing. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And yeah. I voted for Ben Folds 5. Ben Folds has not played better lately than he played in the 90s, but I still voted for him <laughs> because... They're they're the one piano rock band of the '90s, and uh, they deserve some due for swimming upstream in an era where that was not a thing. I agree, man. Some other bands I think could be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but I don't know because that also I'm not sure if I buy the whole Rock and Roll Hall of Fame thing. Like these, it's like the Grammys, it's like the Oscars. It's like, well, what does that mean? But I think like Sonic Youth should be in there, the Misfits, and fuck it, the Banana Splits should be in there. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. 
That one on Beetle Bangers or the Beetle one. Is, oh yeah. Well, like here's my thing: if you're going to put Depeche Mode in the Hall of Fame, how the fuck do you not have Huey Lewis in the Hall of Fame, especially yeah. in Cleveland? In Cleveland. I don't know if they're from here, but. It's no, the they're from San Francisco. That's right. Because, right, because he was, he kind of came up in the hippie era. Yeah. yeah but he wasn't funny. into it. Yeah. 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 He was Alex P. Keaton. He was totally <laughs> Alex P. Keaton. And that makes uh, Cindy Lauper Mallory. <laughs> and there ain't no nothing we can't love each other through. What would we do, baby, without us? Time after time. I tell you what, though, I had a bunch of fun in those rock and roll, the practice rooms or whatever. There's the guitar you could play. I played a little bit through a Marshall yeah. full stack. But then, like, people can kind of hear you. They have it, like, turned up quietly. And I was like, oh, I don't want to put on a show or anything. I My did. stupid show. <laughs> I did want to put on a in show. In the drum, the drum room, yeah, we have privacy. We had a bunch of fun in the drum room. <laughs> it was super fun. We covered Journey. We did a Journey Up and down the boulevard, Delphi Shadows. Shadow Stevens is the center square. I've not played drums so long. I used to love playing the drums. I was never technically great, but you were fun. You uh, were good. Oh, no, thank you. Your I'm, rhythm was good. I, dr I drum like, like I'm a McCartney drummer, yeah. you know? Like I just yeah. drum my kind of feel and like. It was great. It was just, I wish we, there was almost a chance for us to go in a jam room. Yeah. We, but it never came. We needed assistance or something. We, we couldn't find anyone, you know. And they implored you to watch their Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> they put the, that dude, movie. he was like virtually, I wanted to give him a $5 bill just to stop <laughs> harassing me. Like, come on, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta watch this movie. It's gonna blow your mind. It's like, oh, it's, oh, it's like people accepting awards on a stage. Wow, my mind is fucking blown, dude. I've never seen that. I get to sit here and watch Mike Love be an asshole. <laughs> yeah. You work yeah. hard, Mike. We get it. <laughs> the Beach Boys have continued to do. About we did about 180 performances last year. I'd like to see the mop tops match that. It was so much fun, and we went to the gift store to end the day. We did. I thought I would take something home, but I ended up not taking anything home. I leafed through a big guitar book, which was pretty cool. You leaf Garrett through a big <laughs> guitar book. Yeah, they have. I give the Rock and Roll Fame a ton of credit. They have a lot of vinyl. Mm -hmm. Those I was telling Tony when I was here in 2010, they had a ton of 45s all on the collectibles. I was going to say, I didn't label. see any 45s. Were they gone? They had none. Okay. But they had like 45 racks, like an old school huh. thing in, oh, to in like 2010. Buy? Yeah, to okay. buy. Okay. Um, and I didn't see any there today, but they did have a ton of vinyl, both of artists in the Hall of Fame. And like you, they had a bunch of Beyonce, you know, Beyonce will obviously be a first ballot Hall of Famer when probably she's 25 right? years in. Yeah. We looked at a lot of the vinyl. We looked at some of the Beatles stuff to see what they had. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't have anything rare. They had, no. they, just, they had it and it was, you know. Five to ten dollars more expensive than your local record store. Of course, it's a museum gift yeah, shop. Yeah, it reminded me of when in 1985 we went to visit our friends in New York 
for a spring break and we had lunch at Tavern on the Green, uh-huh. spring break of 85, and I demanded that my mother buy me. They were selling in the Tavern on the Green gift shop the Born of the USA album on vinyl. <laughs> and it was such a big album, like, I really want it. And I was like, it's like $25 in New York <laughs> money in 85. Like, right. but we got it. Oh, wow. I still have it. But my point is, you don't buy records in, in a gift shop. And it was almost like we went to another record store today, and I give that record store two faps. <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah, no no LPs under $21 there. They did have uh, two copies of Bad Boy. They did. Yeah. Going for like 40 right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's amazing. Well, it's a 180 gram reissued. 180, I think it was like super, super gram. HQ. <laughs> and they had a couple of other obscure, like the John Lennon one was obscure. They had some time in New York City. Was that was only, the only John Lennon they had. Well, they had the Lennon remixed. Uh, the, the one where he's pointing to his ear. The recent greatest hits. Oh, yes. They had that one, too. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Ultimate mixes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Overall, I think the whole day, obviously, it's five fabs. It's, it's, uh, it's a good time coming out here. We had a great time. And Cleveland's great. Cleveland is just a great town. Yeah. It's seeing the the Brown Stadium on the lake makes me think as a Bears fan, the Bears might move to the <laughs> suburbs. Like, good for Cleveland. We're keeping their stadium. Yeah. Right just past downtown. Just, I, God bless you, Cleveland. We love you. And that's a wrap on our Rock and Roll Hall of Fame two-parter. What a great way to close out another great year. It's been a big year for the show, In no small thanks to all of you who listen each week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for subscribing, for telling your friends, for leaving our show a five-fab review on Apple Podcasts. And a special extra thanks to our untitled Beatles Discord pals, including More Harp, Beetle Dave, a.k.a. DZ Keys, Bert Chide, Chasso Masso, Frashanti, Glenn Kay, Green Lion, Matt Kaharski, Long Live George Harrison, The Looping Madman, Matt Meyer, Nowhere Doug, Skyler, Star, and of course, Susan from Baltimore. We'll be back in the new year with a bunch of new episodes and some fun announcements about the show. On behalf of TJ and Tony, thanks again for listening. Have a great new year, and we'll catch you in 2023. I got a good feeling about this one. I think this could be the year we finally land a title for the show. Untitled Beatles Podcast. Like and subscribe. I missed it, TJ. I missed it. I just started rolling at the end of your Steve Vai improvisation. (laughs) It starts with a proper, a very theatrically choreographed opener. So you started by saying... Distinguished guests, please be seated and turn off your cell phones and welcome Steve Vai. I am Steve Vai. I am Steve Vai. I am Steve Vai. I am Steve Vai. I'm Stevie Vaughn!
Who is the real Steve Vai? We need a location. We need it. I heard Steve Vai's home. Freeze! You are Steve Vai! Good night! Good night. <laughs>